to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Welcome. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, thank you for allowing me to do this job for you every single day of the week. It's a blessing, it's an honor, and it's definitely a passion of mine. And you know, that we're always going to bring you the hard-hitting truth mixed with opinion, mixed with some laughter, mixed with some anger, because we're all humans and we all experience those same emotions. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, instead of going right to the cold open, as we always do, I wanted to at least give you an idea of what you're about ready to see. Now, normally, I will not play a clip from Fox News because Fox News has been pretty terrible when it comes to reporting the truth since November 3rd, 2020. However, why I am going to play you a clip from Fox News is because of Colonel Douglas McGregor. Because Colonel Douglas McGregor actually verifies everything that I've been saying for the last week on this program, on here on Real America's Voice News, and on my iHeartRadio and my streaming platforms. I've been telling you there's two sides to every story. And you've been hearing the same story over and over and over again. But Colonel Douglas McGregor actually puts a little bit of validation behind what I've been saying. And he puts Fox News in their place, including 
Mr. Trey Gowdy, because you know what? Trey Gowdy, one, at one time, I really admired Trey Gowdy until I seen a lot of his true colors. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm not saying he's not patriotic. I'm just saying a lot of people run from the real truth. And Colonel Douglas McGregor is about to lay some truth bombs right here. Go ahead and play the clip. Colonel Doug McGregor, a former senior advisor to the Secretary of Defense, thank you for joining us. Why do you think Putin is doing this? What is his end game? <clears throat> well, Vladimir Putin is carrying through on something that he's been warning us about, at least for the last 15 years, which is that he will not tolerate U.S. forces or their missiles on his borders, much as we would not tolerate Russian troops and missiles in Cuba. And we ignored him, and he finally acted. He was not going to allow Ukraine under any circumstances to join NATO. And what's happened now is that the battle in eastern Ukraine is really almost over. All the Ukrainian troops there have been largely surrounded and cut off. You have a concentration down in the southeast of 30 to 40,000 of them. And if they don't surrender within the next 24 hours, I suspect that the Russians will ultimately annihilate them. That's why Zelensky is meeting with uh, Putin's representatives right now. The game is over. And uh, he's going to have to negotiate the best deal he can get. And we've already told him, the president of the United States has, that if he opts for neutrality for Ukraine, we'll back him. And I think that Vladimir Putin will do that for Western Ukraine. That is the Ukraine beyond the, the upper river. But behind it in the east, where he is now, I'm not sure what he has planned there, whether he forms another republic annexes it into Russia, because historically it has been Russian. But the territory west of Ukraine is not. He knows that, and he's happy to live with that as a neutral state. I am not a military expert. I'm not even an expert on geography. But if he takes Ukraine and Ukraine abuts Poland, then he's going to have a NATO country abutting him. So if that's what he doesn't want, then isn't he going to just have to keep going until he runs out of NATO countries? I, I guess I should say it again. Uh, he has no interest in crossing the west, the Dnieper and heading west to the Polish border. Uh, I think you're going to find from these negotiations he's quite willing to neutralize that territory on the Austrian or the Finnish model. Right now, Russia already touches Estonia and part of Latvia. White Russia, of course, touches uh, Lithuania. Uh, he's not interested in going to war with us, and he has an army that's too small for that purpose. And he knows it. His economy is smaller than that of uh, South Korea's. So this is not something that he's looking for. We are imputing to him things that he does not want to do in our usual effort to demonize him and his country. We need to remember that Ukraine is fourth from the bottom of 158 countries in the world as, as corrupt. Russia is perhaps three or four places above them. This is not the liberal democracy, the shining example that everyone says it is. Far from it. Mr. Zelensky has jailed journalists and his political opposition. I think we need to stay out of it. The American people think we should stay out of it. The Europeans think we should stay out of it. And we should stop shipping weapons and encouraging Ukrainians to die in what is a hopeless endeavor. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the wise words of Colonel Douglas McGregor, and you can see that Trey Gowdy tried to bring him back to the Fox News talking points, and he actually was kind of upset. He was like, do I have to say it again? Let me say it in another word, in another way that you can understand, using different words, but getting out the same message regardless. And that message is, all of this is a movie. Every bit of it has been a movie to get the world to rally around Ukraine 
so that Ukraine could become part of NATO, so that NATO could have more land, and so they could have literally the area right next to, that shares a very, very long border with Russia and be able to have all of their bio labs there, all of their weapons there, and that is not what Putin wants. Now, you can agree or disagree with the way Putin has gone forward, but they're, they're continuing to demonize and vilify this man and his country while really not giving the whole story. And that is what, last night I played that video from Putin, and I got a lot of flack from that, by the way. A lot of people are upset about that. A lot of people are calling me a communist and everything. And I know that there was a banner on the bottom of the, corner of the, uh, of the, of the video for a lot of people on Real America's Voice last night, and they couldn't read it. But basically, he's saying the same thing that Curtis Douglas McGregor was just saying there. So again, you, we need to make sure that we always have two sides of the story because this is a calculated effort and a very strategic effort to do a lot of things, not just legitimize Ukraine, even though they're like fourth from the bottom of one of the worst corrupt countries in the world, but also, ladies and gentlemen, to keep all of that quiet, what happened with the Biden crime family there, huh? I want to give a big shout out and a big happy birthday to Bobby Driver, who's also got a newborn to the family. So God bless you, Bobby. And happy birthday. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Um, I'd like to say hello and give a big shout out to Evie Rosewood on Rumble watching. Thank you for watching tonight. We've got Gene uh, Sharon from Texas. How you doing? Good to see you. Bargain Queen is in the building. Alicia Wida. Good to see you, and thank you for joining in tonight on Rumble. If you guys have not followed the Rumble page, it is live from America with Jeremy Harrell on Rumble. That is where a majority of our live stream audience always is. That is where they gave us a home when we were looking for a home. I'd like to say hello to Chick73. Good to see you. Wendy, God bless you. It's good to see you. Thank you. Austin, thank you uh, very much. He said you're spot on, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Delma Warren, good to see you. How you doing? Bree K, Chucky Berries, Chuckly Berries on Getter. Thank you for watching on Getter. We've got Anne Marie on Getter as well. Getter is blowing up. Getter's been coming in hot. If you want to follow me on Getter, then follow me at Jeremy Harrell. And of course, you can follow me on all my social media platforms if you go to jeremyharrell.com, including follow me on iHeartRadio so you can listen to the podcast by itself. Let's go to the Lord, folks. Let's go to the Lord. I, you know, today, after yesterday, after I did the, uh, the verse of the day talking about spending more time thinking about heaven than earth, today I actually tried that. I put that into place. I spent probably two to three more hours today with my mind and with my body and soul and all of my focus on heaven, and it does change your outlook on the day, I can promise you. So, having said that, March 3rd, year of our Lord, 2022, I not only accept you as you are, I love you as you are. I died a criminal's death so I could adorn you with my own perfection. That's why I'm bringing your thoughts to me, or that's why bringing your thoughts to me, excuse me, is so important. It is my perfect righteousness that saves you, and it will never be taken away from you. Hebrews 10, 12 through 14 tells us, but when this priest had offered For all time, one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. Because by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. And Luke 10, 41 and 42 tells us, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, You are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. 
And before you turn out the light tonight, Patriots, persist in returning your attention to me without judging yourself. I always welcome you back with unfailing love. A true, true good dad. A great dad. The one who created you. Please remove your hats and let's all join together and lift our voices up to God with gratitude and thanks for his mercy and his grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, there's a lot of people out there that didn't have a father. And there's a lot of people out there that grew up watching other people, other friends and family members have good dads. And I was one of those people. And I always wanted to have a dad that loved me. I always wanted to have a dad that put me first, that always always showed his love for me and I got that in Jesus Christ truly amazing feeling folks when you have a dad who loves you as much as that so if you need one you know where to go we'll be right back with more life from America after this stay tuned how many of you out there um how many of you out there have had a, uh, a situation where you grew up and you, uh, you maybe had what they call daddy issues. I mean, I had them. I had them for a very long time. My father and I didn't really reconnect until I was 28 years old, until I had my first daughter. But I'll tell you what, I always wanted a dad. I always wanted that dad to throw a football with me. I always wanted, you know what I mean? I always wanted that dad that other people had, and I didn't have that growing up, you know? So uh, uh, that's probably why I cling to God so much the way I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brandy Anderson says, I never had a dad too. Um, I had a great father who was no longer with us, says Lauren. Well, that's awesome. Savvy Granny says, I did. That's amazing. Somewhere someone is watching The View with a mask on. I just know it. <laughs> that's a great statement. Never met my dad, said Moon. Wow, that's, that's terrible. Uh, poor, but, but dad issues. Poor with dad issues. Well, so was I. Jeremy, could you please shout me out, says Sherry Parado. How you doing, my friend? Good to see you, girl. If you guys could all do me a favor and reach down and share to your messenger or share to your Instagram DMs, get it to as many people as possible, that I would appreciate. My dad was deployed half of my childhood, said Don Hawley. I had a great dad, said Sylvia. Wonderful. That's great. I had my, uh, oh, sorry, it went too little, it went too fast. So it looks like we had a mixture of people that had a good dad there and didn't have a good dad there. One thing's for sure, no matter how good of a dad you had, they still couldn't compare to all of our father in heaven, huh? Uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to uh, Georgie, uh, Georgiana, I hope I say that right, Georgiana Calhoun or Porgy77. God bless you. Uh, got your stuff in the mail. Thank you very much. Patrick Salas and Shelly Bean for your donation and your kind note. Thank you so very much. And I got some breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, that I will actually say here when we come back from this commercial break because it's, uh, I want the Real America's Voice audience to hear it as well. Look at all these people that say they had great dads. Um, Bad Moon says, my dad was an alcoholic, but my stepdad was awesome. My stepdad was awesome. You know what? Stepdads are awesome because they don't have to be there and they want to be there. 
And that's truly a great, that's a great feeling when you have a good stepdad. I had a good stepdad. I did have a good stepdad. Um, but it always hurt that it didn't have my real dad, you know. But we are good now. We're connected now, and that's all good. So let's come back from this break. Let's get into the first and foremost section and the good breaking news that you're going to want to share, folks. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell, and you're watching Real America's Voice News, where you get real news with honest views. Yeah, it's a little different. I'm a little different. I'm a little rough around the edges than, than your typical news station. I get it. But would you rather have perfection with lies or would you rather have real with truth? I don't know. Real truth, real America's voice news, it all coincides together. Breaking news before we start the first and foremost section, folks. Doug Ducey, governor of Arizona, has decided he will not seek a, uh, an election for the U.S. Senate. Did not give a reason why, but I can give you a little hint. It's because Donald Trump already said, If you run, it'll be a waste of time, a waste of money, and a waste of attention. So you might as well not even do it. And that is the power of your president, Donald J. Trump. When he says he'll endorse you, most likely you'll win. When he says, I'm targeting you and we're getting you out of the party, well, ladies and gentlemen, that happens too. So a big shout out to President Trump for putting Doug Ducey on blast and finally removing this bacteria from our party. God bless him. Here we go. First and foremost section, put your cups up. Let's get that first sacred sip of the night. Or slurp, I should say. Does everybody remember Barack Hussein Obama's allegiance to the number one terrorist state in the world, Iran? Does everybody remember when Barack Hussein Obama dropped off billions, with a B, of taxpayer money in a cargo plane illegally in the dead of night. Does everybody remember when Barack Hussein Obama had us in one of the worst deals that was called the Iran nuclear deal? Does anybody remember that? Which would have allowed Iran to continue their efforts to create a nuclear weapon, which would be a disaster for the world because unlike Putin, unlike the United States, unlike the EU, unlike NATO, and a lot of the United Nations, Iran just wants to see people wiped off the face of the earth. That's the difference. So does all, before we get any further, does everybody remember all of that? And if you do, good. Because it's going to, uh, it's going to bring a little light as to what's really going on right now because you'll hear a lot of people say that Biden in office right now is really Obama 2.0. Pulling the strings all while walking Biden around like a five-year-old, promising him ice cream and telling him that he's the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. Come on, folks. That's why you saw him. He thought he was Captain America at the State of Confusion the other night. We're going to win. Go get him. What did you think? You were in 1930-something and we were going in to get Hitler? Go get him. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm Captain America. Okay, Jarak Jabrama. Brought me to D.C., gave me a job. I can brought Obama. Guy thinks he's Captain America because they promise him ice cream and tell him he is, but really, I would be willing to bet that Barack Hussein Obama is pulling those strings along with Valerie Jarrett, Susan Rice, the Clinton Foundation, and so many other worthless losers that we have in our, uh, in our government or who used to be in our government, I should say. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now Iran is demanding 
that O'Biden, we'll call it O'Biden, right? Because it's the two of them together. Iran is now demanding that O'Biden remove its Revolutionary Guard from the terror watch list in their new latest deal. Oh, I can't wait to get into this story. Unbelievable. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. The Obama-Iran deal is the, rep- is the reported uh, Lee reason... Excuse me, the Obama-Iran deal is the reportedly the reason that candidate Trump got into the presidential race of 2020. President Trump often referred to it as the worst deal in world history. Based on Trump's career of doing deals, he had extensive knowledge on good deals and bad deals. Later, we find out that Obama's deal with Iran may have been the reason for Obama to move forward with the Russia collusion lie. Obama did not want President Trump to find out about the truth in the Iran deal. And as soon as Biden had successfully stolen the 2020 election, he had no doubt that Obama presented Iran with a deal that they couldn't refuse. Their gift to Iran, lacking any real request for for much of anything, were received by a shocked Iranian team. But Iran wanted more, as usual, as most dictators do. And now it looks like Iran is asking their terrorist, that their terrorist revolutionary guard be removed from United States terror watch list. Iran knows that there is nothing that Obama or Biden won't give them after receiving the billions of dollars in Obama's last term in office. The Biden administration is weighing whether to remove the feared Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps from terror lists and to lift other sanctions as he tries to deliver a new nuclear deal. I'm telling you, folks, I'm telling you, you have all this going on at the same time they armed the Taliban, at the same time they've destroyed our military, put transgenders all through our military, weakened them, lowered the bar for any kind of uh, physical training or any kind of physical abilities just so that people could actually pass. We've got Navy SEALs that should be like, I don't know, Navy slugs. Perfect plan to destroy America, I can tell you that. I can tell you that. It is one of the most controversial concessions offered by Rob Malley, the State Department's special envoy to Iran, at a time when talks are in critical phase. The Trump administration declared the IRGC to be a terrorist organization in 2019, accusing it of providing funding, training, and equipment to other groups worth $1 billion each year. Now, other sources are noting specific individuals Iran wants to be removed from the terror watch list, and uh, they actually were tweeting this out, breaking Biden administration is, pa- is preparing to lift U.S. bans against key regime officials such as uh, Mohsen Razai and Ali Akbar Va- uh, Valadi, both wanted for their roles in the 1994 AMIA bombing, IRGC's Hossein Dagan and institutions like Banyed and Satad has quoted his sources as saying, these are among the 112 people or entities who will be removed from the blacklist as the Biden team is preparing to rescind the Supreme Leader's Office Executive Order EO 13876 as soon as this coming Monday, um, saying that the EO is unrelated to the JCPOA. So long story short, folks, All that we did, 
all that they did is kick the can down the road from Obama through Trump, and now they're reinstituting all of the deals with Iran, who does not care about sanctions, who does not care about anything but world destruction, and they're willing to do it over decades, if, if not centuries, and we're entering right back into the same deals that would have allowed them to have a nuclear weapon. Now check this out. This is more news coming out of the Biden-Obama-Iran relationship. The Biden regime lift, lifted the ban after asked, after demanded, I should say, by the regime, 112 top officials from the Iranian terrorist regime. Iran said, jump. Obama and, and, and Biden said, how high? And at some point, you have to start asking yourself something that I've been saying for quite some time. Are they this evil or radical, or are they purposely trying to destroy America and the West? $80 billion went to the Taliban. Now we're going to make it give a pathway for Iran to get their hands back on nuclear weapons, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbelievable the destruction that the left is trying to cause. And I think there's going to be a way out of it. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show. But I do think there's going to be a way out of it in the end. But anyway, Biden regime lifted the U.S. bans on prominent Iranian terrorists, such as all those that I just mentioned, and 110 more. And we're just literally paving the way for world war. It's almost like they want it. Disrupt our country first. Help other countries disrupt their countries. Then go ahead and do deals with, the, with probably the worst terrorist state in the world, Iran. Right back where we started, folks. We need to get this information out. Look, since the mainstream media will not say anything bad about Biden, they're dang sure not going to talk about an Iran deal. They are not even going to touch a deal that's been struck with Iran. I guarantee you, you're not going to hear anything about the 112 people whose sanctions have been lifted on because the Biden administration cannot have any ties to any terrorists right now. Not going into the midterm. So you need to be that force multiplier. You need to get this information out there. Arm the Taliban with $80 billion worth of weapons and then do a deal with Iran. Crazy times, ladies and gentlemen, crazy times. But guess what? We can save it. We can save it all. Every one of us can do our part to save every bit of it. We'll be right back right after this. It was just a matter of time before we started talking with Iran again, you guys. It was just a matter of time. But now we can. Here's the thing, though. Here's the great thing. Here's how God works. Okay, you ready for this? What just happened two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, the Supreme Court said that there was no such thing as executive privilege anymore, basically. They basically set the bar so low for being able to get records and go beyond executive privilege so that you can then retroactively go back and hold somebody accountable, right? I mean, they're doing it with President Trump. So the only good thing about this, the, pr- the, the, the glass half full, I should say, is... All the stuff that Biden's doing right now is just a continuation of what Obama was doing. 
And since it's just a continuation of what Obama was doing, anything that happens from here on out, plus everything that happened in the past, we will be able to connect and retroactively go back and hold people accountable if and only if we get the right people in this Republican Party. And I have a feeling that after 2022, the midterms in November, and, and, and all the primaries that happen this year, all the general election that happens this year in these midterms, I have a feeling that you're going to see a very different Republican Party, a Republican Party that's let off the leash and a Republican Party that's actually going to go after people, not just put their tail between their legs, put on an I stand with Ukraine sticker and walk hand in hand, holding hands, singing Kumbaya with the Democrat Party. I don't think you're going to see that ever again. You're going to see a brand new pit bull style Republican Party. The Democrat Party is going to be broken to a thousand pieces and you're going to see a true restoration of a republic. That is what I truly believe or I would not be sitting in the seat every day. Look at that. Romans 8 to 8. All things work together for good. All good things work together for good. Amen. Again, I would not be sitting here if I didn't truly believe that we were on the precipice of doing that. The sooner these events happen, the sooner Jesus returns. But we fight until then. Rosebud 1990. What a great, great statement that was right there. Amen. We never stop. We never, ever stop. We continue to fight for what's ours. You're right. Shelly Rose says we need miracles. Please send all true American freedom fighters. Stop all evil. Jeremy, if only our voting system is fixed Will this happen? Oh, I agree. I agree. That's why I have been, that's why I've been saying for so long, look, we can't just fight for what's happened in, no, in November. We got to continue to make sure that we can actually win forward in order to make this happen. And, and I just, I was really perplexed by how many people were just saying, we can't worry about midterms and next election. We got to worry about what happened in November. It's like, yeah, I know. But what do you mean we can't worry about the midterms? We'll never get an opportunity. They'll federalize everything if we lose the midterms. They'll federalize abortions. They'll federalize elections. They'll federalize. They'll, they'll legalize every illegal alien that ever stepped foot in America. I mean, it'll be a free-for-all. This country will be gone. Gone. 100 seats, folks, for 100 years. That's what we've got to be focused on. 100 seats for 100 years. Let's come back from this commercial break. Make sure we get this right. Okay, perfect. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. Um, I want to kind of continue. I want to kind of continue on with one more story as it pertains to Iran and how pro-Iran this Obama regime really is. Now, we all know that Pete Buttigieg has destroyed the, the, uh, the supply chain uh, in this country. The supply chain crisis is probably one of the worst things that we're dealing with right now. Nobody wants to hear from Pete Buttigieg ever. But something caught my ear as I was doing some research about all of this uh, Ukraine, about the gas prices going up and, and uh, you know, what steps we could take immediately to get gas prices down now that aren't just a temporary fix that will continue to drive them down. And I came across this ridiculousness that you're about to hear. And what you're about to hear is MSNBC actually suggest to Pete Buttigieg that we buy oil from Iran. So not only enter in a new deal with them, not only give them a pathway back to a nuclear weapon, not only remove 112 of the, of, of, of the worst terrorists in Iran off the terror watch list, but also line their pockets with money and buy oil from them too. I'm not kidding. 
Here's your transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, saying everything is on the table. While releasing some strategic reserves matters, given how much has, has been released, it's really just a drop in the bucket. Are there things like, and I realize it is controversial, it has huge environmental impacts. Could the president possibly consider authorizing the Keystone Pipeline, uh, working something out with Iran? Working something out with Iran. I mean, uh, look, the, the president has said that all options are on the table, but we there also need to make sure that uh, uh, we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems where uh, more strategic and tactical actions in the short term can make a difference. Did like you just what hear you what he just this- said? He said we need to not be looking for permanent solutions for temporary problems. What the hell is that guy talking about? No wonder our shelves are bare. No wonder cargo ships sat off the coast of the United States of America for weeks and weeks and weeks while perishable stuff rotted and people just turned around and went home. No wonder we have shortage of toilet paper and all that other stuff. That's how stupid these people are. We got to not worry about permanent solutions to temporary problems. What it, I don't even know how, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's like talking to a fifth grader every single day. I would, I'd be willing to bet that every one of these people that hold a cabinet position, including Pete Buttigieg there, would fail, are you smarter than a fifth grader? But the worst part was the, uh, was the, uh, the, the quiet part that was said out loud. Maybe make a deal with Iran. That means buy oil from Iran. And he said, well, look, this president says nothing is off the table. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing on the table either. There's nothing on our dinner tables. Because of your supply chain crap. Perfect time for a plug. That's why you should buy all of your fresh farm produce and all of your food when this really hits the fan from PatriotFoods.com and use the promo code LFA. But seriously, they couldn't beat, uh, they couldn't win uh, an episode of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get on, I want to go on from that and I want to get to something a little bit more positive or a little bit more powerful, and that is. The statement that President Donald Trump released today. Now, this comes right on the heels of Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and the rest of the January 6th Rat Pack losers calling for possible criminal conspiracy charges against Donald J. Trump. He put out a statement, and I'll try to read it as quick as I can, but it was pretty matter of fact. He says the actual conspiracy to defraud the United States was the Democrats rigging the election and the fake news media and the unselect committee covering it up. Few things could be, few things could be more fraudulent or met with, with more irregularities than the presidential election of 2020. They refused to cover the facts, such as just this week, the special counsel in Wisconsin calling for the decertification of the 2020 election because of massive illegalities, including election bribery by Mark Zuckerberg and... The praying of the elderly for votes, which resulted in the fraud of 90 to 100 percent turnout, an impossibility in at least 91 nursing homes. This is true with many other states, especially swing states. In Arizona, 204,430 mail-in ballots had mismatched signatures that were never sent to review, and 740,000 mail-in ballots had broken chain of custody all for more necessary than votes needed, 10,457. 
for President Trump to win. In Georgia, over 240 ballot harvesters have been identified in a likely operation, in an illegal, excuse me, operation spanning multiple swing states all caught on video. Now, before I go any further, I want to say, I'm sure a lot of you are saying, yeah, yeah, we've heard this all before. Why would President Trump keep saying this and keep pushing this? Well, the same reason that I keep covering it here on this show. Sooner or later, we're going to drive this nail home. And I think the reason why President Donald Trump is keeping it alive is because he knows what's going to happen throughout this year and going into the midterms. And he's going to literally take all of this information that he continues to hammer home. And he's going to change the January 6th committee so that it investigates Nancy Pelosi and the real culprits in the FBI, the CIA and the NSA. He's going to create another committee to get immediately on the investigation of the entire 2020 election. And things are going to really turn around. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. For now, I'll continue to read this. The evidence is monumental, but the unselect committee of politically partisan hacks and someone who had a steaming hot affair with a Chinese spy, Eric Fartwell, hides the facts and judges and even justices of the United States Supreme Court are afraid to even look as was the Attorney General of the United States, who was so petrified of being held in contempt or being impeached by the Democrats, which they were constantly threatening him with, and he was virtually a broken man who allowed for the systemic violation of election laws and other things to take place. We're almost done. The reason for January 6th was that millions of people in our country know that the election was rigged and stolen, and Nancy Pelosi refused the requested 10,000-plus troops in the Capitol three days earlier, as strongly recommended by me. She didn't like that at all. The unselect committee's sole goal is to try to prevent President Trump, who is leading by large margins in every poll, from running again for president. If I so choose, he put. By doing so, they are destroying democracy as we know it. Their lies and their Marxist tactics against political opponents will not stop the truth, amen, or the biggest political movement ever, amen. Make America great again. America first is the history, or in the history of our country. And now we have the war. We have a war waging in Ukraine that would have never happened. Record-setting inflation. And now we have a war waging in Ukraine. That would have never happened, uh, uh, excuse me, record-setting inflation, an embarrassingly poor executed withdrawal from Afghanistan, and an economy that is teetering at best, all because of a corrupt election result. So again, folks, he's saying the same thing he's, he's said a lot. Saying the same thing he said a lot. But the fact of the matter is, folks, he's driving it home. And as he drives it home, we're going to make sure that we take back everything that they took from us. We'll put it that way. We'll put it that way, okay? Now, you want to know how powerful President Trump really is? You want to know how powerful President Trump really is? Look at his endorsements in the state of Texas over this last election just right now. President Trump endorsed 33 candidates, folks. He endorsed 33 candidates, and every single candidate won. Think about that. 33 candidates, and every single candidate won. That is unheard of. That is absolutely unheard of. That shows you the power of President Trump, and it shows you why they want him gone. Look, we're going to take another quick commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, after that good news of President Trump's uh, endorsements. And when we come back, we're going to get into a a lot more things, including... (laughs) 
Some good news coming out of Tennessee, folks. Tennessee Freedom Force. Anyway, we will be right back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned. All right, guys, we're back, right? You're all back? You're all back, right? It looks like uh, um, Rumble is working again. I got a little bit uh, flustered there because I saw everybody saying that Rumble wasn't working, but it looks back now. We missed it, Jeremy. Well, you'll have to go back and watch it afterwards. That's okay. That's all right. That's the good thing about it always being there. Let's go over to uh, how was uh, Getter. Was Getter doing okay? Getter seems to be doing fine. Strong views over there. Good. Rumble froze. Did y'all see Behar fall this morning? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back from the break. Welcome back, buddy. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. The blackout begins now. No, no, no. We just had some technical difficulties on this end. That's all. That's all. Just want to make sure you're all still back here. They're not talking about his endorsements on Fox. They're obsessed with the war. Exactly. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. Hold on. I want to, I got to do something here. Eh, whatever. Um, craziness sells, right? Fear sells. Fear porn sells. And that's exactly what they're doing on Fox News. They're just selling what people are glued to. Jeremy, I'm behind rewatching your shows for weeks. Oh, you better catch up. You better catch up. What happened, said Tony. I don't, I don't know. We're back. If you, if you lost us, we're back. So all you have to do is refresh, guys. Okay? Uh, but Fox News is just doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, you guys. They're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. And that's fear porn, fear porn, fear porn. That's all. Nothing, nothing new with that. It's what they do. It's what Fox has always done. Does Eli need a spanking? No, it's not Eli's fault. It's not Eli's fault. Sometimes programs just do this. You know, it's still, the good thing about it is, is it was still recording. So it'll always be there, folks. You're free to go back and watch. But just share the video out again. Everybody will come back. All right, let's come back from this commercial break. There we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News, and I'm Jeremy Harrell. Look, if you do go to jeremyharrell.com, you can sign up for a free Bible. We are trying to get the, a Bible in the hands of anybody who wants one and anybody who needs one on this planet. So all you have to do is go to jeremyharrell.com, scroll down on the first page all the way to the bottom, and you can sign up for a free Bible. And you can even put in the notes section what kind of Bible you would like to receive and we will get it out to you within a week and by the way folks while you're there you can also sign up for my morning newsletter so you can get morning devotionals morning verses and keep up with everything that's going on here on live from america okay now folks we have our very first january 6 defendant who has pled guilty to seditious conspiracy making the first such conviction in the capital Riot. Now, what I don't like about this, folks, is the fact that they pressured him, pressured him and pressured him and told this guy they were going to give him 50 years if he didn't cop out to a charge. And the only reason that they want to give him this charge is so that they can have some kind of legitimacy 
held behind the fact that they're constantly spewing the word insurrection. There was no insurrection that happened. Nobody was armed. And really the only people that were harmed or, or, or murdered were the people on our side, not police officers, as Joe Biden likes to lie and continue to say. This is all for optics, ladies and gentlemen. The court doesn't care that this guy was guilty or not guilty. They only want a guilty or a pleading of guilty charge uh, or, or conviction so they can put a little bit more validation behind all of their lies and their witch hunts of January 6th. But Joshua James, a co-defendant in a criminal case involving the Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, pled guilty yesterday in federal court to a charge of seditious conspiracy and obstruction related to the U.S. Capitol riot. Again, this marks the first person involved in the attack on the U.S. Capitol to be convicted of this very rarely used charge. A guilty plea is potentially problematic for the 10 other co-defendants in the high-profile criminal case who are accused of acting by force to prevent or hinder or delay laws related to the transfer of presidential power. Phoenix resident and political activist Edward Vallejo is among those charged. As part of his plea, the 34-year-old James agreed to cooperate with law enforcement and prosecutors, including testifying before a grand jury and sitting for interviews. Prosecutors asked the U.S. District Court Judge Amit P. Mehta to defer sentencing to ensure James cooperates with their, to their satisfaction. See what they're trying to do here, you guys? Prosecutors say that the defendants were part of a conspiracy led by Stuart Rhodes to disrupt the electoral college process on January 6th, 2021. And I would argue, by the way, when your government becomes too large and becomes tyrannical, that in the Constitution, it is your duty and obligation to do that. They weren't there to do that either way and prevent the transfer of presidential power to Do- from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. The, uh, so 10 men and one woman, 10 men and one woman, excuse me, traveled from multiple states to Washington, D.C., where they all uh, set up an arsenal of weapons, ammunition, and supplies at the hotel just across the river in Arlington, Virginia. Well, at, well let me ask you, why didn't they bring them then? Why didn't they bring them to the insurrection? If they were conspiring to literally cause an insurrection in order to stop the presidential transfer of power, then why didn't they bring those weapons that you're charging them with? That's kind of odd and funny, don't you think? Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, he is going to work with feds to continue to get more J6 political prisoners, I guess you can call them. And let me just show you who he, oh, what he looks like here. The guy who's uh, pleading guilty to the seditious conspiracy. There he is right there. I'm not showing you this for any other reason, ladies and gentlemen, but to just show you who he is. Because it's a matter of public record and we should know that. But long story short, again, folks, this is not real. This is just for optics. I guarantee you this guy won't do any longer than a year in prison. They only want the conviction so they can have the validation behind the witch hunt. And that's it. And that is it. That's where we are, folks. Now let's move to some good news, shall we? And let's move to the great state of Tennessee. I love me some Tennessee, especially after you hear this. Because, ladies and gentlemen, a county in Tennessee by the name of Williamson County, Tennessee, has literally 
given the boot and kicked out Dominion voting machines. And this is what we need to do from the ground level. Just like we said, getting involved in your city council meetings, getting involved in your school board meetings, getting involved in all of these local small seats and positions would change the world. And if your secretary of state wants to continue to spend your taxpayer money on, your, on these Dominion machines, then just kick them out at a county level because the power in the United States of America does not reside at the top and trickle down. It resides at the bottom and trickles up. And this is the kind of stuff we need to start doing. Take it over, folks. Take over all your local form of governments and finally kick out this evil and get rid of all this stuff. That is what we need to do. On the heels of the approval from the Tennessee Secretary of State, the the Williamson County, Tennessee Election Commission kicked out Dominion voting machines, kicked them out of the county on February 16th. But a citizen election integrity group called Tennessee Voters for Election Integrity affirms after a year of research and numerous presentations to various commissions, government officials and legislators A number of underlying election process issues, chain of custody issues, inspection issues, and election documentation issues still remain, and election officials and legislators are uh, cavalierly ignoring them, threatening the integrity and trustworthiness of future Williamson County elections. With new machinery coming for a new election that starts with early voting in two months, the fear is the documented problems will be buried and ignored hidden by ES&S's equipment and a continual snub of the group's research and continuous efforts to work with election officials to resolve the issues. Williamson County, Tennessee Election Integrity Citizens uh, group have come forward with confirmations of serious issues from the October 26, 2021 and November 3, 2020 elections in Williamson County. These are being ignored by Williamson County Election Commission and state election officials despite multiple efforts by the group to talk to them about the concern. This occurs as the Williamson County Election Commission recently approved removing Dominion voting systems equipment from all Williamson County election locations and amid citizens' worries, the remaining issues will now be swept aside. Early voting in May 2022 election in Williamson County starts April 13th, 2022. Quote, removing Dominion was a first good step. However, there are a number of additional issues we have found in both of these recent elections that we've been trying for over a year to get the government and commission officials to address but no avail, said Frank Limpus, founder of Tennessee Voters for Election Integrity. Further quote, despite attempts to work collaboratively and quietly with these officials on these concerns, Williamson County Election Commission and state officials have refused to consider or do anything about them. Our fear is that this move to ECNS's voting machines and away from Dominion, these other uh, equally con- serious concerns, which can dramatically affect the outcome of our elections, will be swept under the rug. This is not the way to address legitimate problems brought to you by citizens concerned with election integrity. And then it goes on to, it, to list all of the problems that they've been experiencing over the last couple of years. But you know what? They've done something about it now. Going forward, they've said, you know what, we're putting our foot down and we're doing something about it right now. And it's, it's, a, it's a bar that is now set for every other county in this country 
to stand up and say, you know what, we're going to do that too, but you want to know how that's going to happen? You running for a local office. That's it. You running for local office. And it doesn't need to be something that takes up a lot of your time. It doesn't need to be something that's a full-time job. It's just something that needs your attention when it's time to make a difference. And that's what we're doing, folks. We are making a difference. And we're going to continue to make a difference until we take this country back. Let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be back in just a couple minutes with more Live from America right after this. Please don't go anywhere because you're going to want to see Joy Behar take a trip. So what do you think about that, folks? What do you think about that? Finding out that we can actually kick out Dominion at a county level and you don't need permission from the Secretary of State. The Secretary of State is not the king is not the judge, jury, and executionist over whose decision it is for what way your county has to, which way your county has to vote. Lisa, Jeremy, why didn't you wear the Mardi Gras beads for Fat Tuesday? Because I could not wear them doing the show. It's just impossible. I already died because of heat in this, all these lights anyway. I couldn't wear that. But I do, they're right out there, and my daughter loves them, by the way. Governor DeSantis' wife has announced that she is cancer-free. Amen. Amen, she has. Dominion, don't let the door hit you. You know, the thing. (laughs) Great, great comment, Bargain Queen. Thank you for that. But again, folks, if they don't want to bend our will, then we just take them over from the ground up. That's what we've been doing this entire time anyway, and we'll continue to do that. All right, let's come back from this commercial break. Talk about a couple good things. Show you uh, Joy Behar falling on her butt. It's, pretty kind of, it's kind of funny. But uh, let's, let's do that right now. Here we go. Folks, it's an honor to be here every night with you, and I just want to thank you and the Real America's Voice audience, the Live from America audience and the Real America's Voice audience, for giving me a platform every day to be able to bring you the gospel, bring you the truth, bring you some laughs, some cries, some anger, all these emotions. It's really, it really is a, a highlight of my life to be able to do this. Now, before I show you Joy Behar recently taking a trip, I want to talk to you about something um, that's going around, and that is President Trump becoming the Speaker of the House. This is actually becoming more of a real thing, folks. And from what I'm hearing with conversations that I'm having daily now is that there are multiple, multiple Republicans who are going to nominate Donald Trump as Speaker of the House in November. Kevin McCarthy, your days are over. You're not going to be the the minority or the majority or the speaker of the House. You're done. You've proved that you're a weak, feckless loser. You might as well just jump this fence and go right over to the other side. Your job, your, your services will no longer be required. Vernon Jones even said that if he wins, now I'm not a big Vernon Jones fan, but if he wins, then he, again, he will also nominate Donald Trump as speaker. Matt Gates will nominate Donald Trump as speaker. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Madison Cawthorn, many others are going to nominate Donald J. Trump as Speaker of the House. And when Donald J. Trump becomes Speaker of the House, the only thing that we need to worry about is winning as many Senate seats as possible. Even if we win, win all the Senate seats that, are, that we could possibly win, we still won't have enough to actually remove a, a Biden from office after we impeach him. That's why we need to start 
changing the minds of those Republicans and some of those Democrats and show them how serious we really are. But folks, I have a feeling that Donald J. Trump is definitely going to be the Speaker of the House in November. Mark my words. I think it's going to happen. Now, 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 we've got to go to this clip, don't we, of Joy Behar, right? Taking a trip. Now, now, first of all, let me just say, I don't wish debt harm on anybody. I don't care who they are. But if they're okay and they're not hurt when it's all said and done, then we can all have a laugh. Let's watch J- Joy Behar fall on the set of The View. I mean, again, she's not hurt, so it's not like we're picking a lady or anything like that. Oh, there you go, Whoopi. Yeah, you're going to do a lot. Let me tell you, these chairs are These chairs move. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I want. I want Whoopi Goldberg coming to the rescue. That's what I want, ladies and gentlemen. I want Whoopi Goldberg coming to my rescue. Either way, you know the drill. Let's go ahead and call it Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Joy Behar. You know what? We all fall, but it's extra funny when Joy Behar falls. And of course, who came to her rescue? Whoopi Goldberg. What's she going to do? She barely got over there. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America. Look, if you find value in the show, don't hesitate. Go to JeremyHarrell.com right now. Become a monthly or a one-time donor. Everything that you do for me helps the growth of this show and helps maintain the function of this show. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Life from America, folks. Until then, make sure that you keep your families extra close. Keep those smiles on your face. And always spread the gospel. Because that's how you spread true joy. Folks, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a good night. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. As long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.